Hi. Welcome back to Where, Where Are We, we Growing? growing? Planty <laughs> podcast, talking to plant people, talking about planty things. Mm-hmm. And what week is this week? Pest week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Monstera week was exciting last week, but here we are. We're talking about pests, not yeah. as not as fun of a topic, but it's an important one. Mm-hmm. It definitely uh, is a nasty one, but it's got to be covered because you're going to encounter them at some point. Yeah, that is not, that is pr- probably the least fun part of plants. I mean, what what's worse than pests? Nothing. Yeah. Ugh. Pests and then just, I guess, dealing with like, I don't know, any other like rotting is not fun. But yeah, pests is a nightmare. Also because I don't like bugs. I don't know about you, but like... no. Creepy crawlies and bugs in general is. I used to not love bugs, me. and at some point mm. in my life, it like switched. You're like a kid that picked up bugs. Yeah, on the side. I was like, oh, ooh, no. spiders, bugs. Ooh. No. I used to draw bugs. I used to collect bugs. Pick like... up like worms and stuff. Yeah, too. there was okay. a worm in the bottom of my plant the other day, and I was like, what is this? Because it was like it looked weird, and I like I thought it was a root, and then I grabbed it, and it like. What plant? Uh, my lemon lime maranta. I was, it was the like, lemon lime uh-huh. <laughs> That is like my favorite plant of yours, and it had a wormy in it. Yeah, like a little earthworm, Why? like a little baby. Oh, a little. Like, yeah, not like a not like a no, <laughs> not like an outdoor one that like sits on your driveway when it's wet outside. Well, yes, one of those. Oh, what? I was thinking like a little cute. Green it was. One. It was really. It was like a really. It was like that size, but an earthworm. Oh my. God. I Which fun fact? Mind. Earthworms are actually an invasive species, not 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 native to the uh, North America. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I think they're Asian earthworms. Mm-hmm. How'd they make it here? The Mayflower. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Good guess. Um, well, you've had a lot of pest problems recently, mm-hmm. so do you want to tell us what plants have been putting you through the ringer and what's been going on? Because <sighs> it all kind of erupted after we talked about pests last time, yes. which was like on New Plant Parent Week. So yeah, that was uh, a think, bad omen. I think that's when the... <laughs> I think you found your pearls problem that day. So so. my pearls are almost kaput because they had the largest scale infestation known to man. And they had them from the time I bought it. Yeah, and this was your variegated pearls Mm -hmm. like that you got a very good deal on. Uh Amazing, long, I I didn't realize... Because there was so much scale, you couldn't see them individually. So I just thought, that's just how it was. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, it has weird orange stems. It's fine. No. It's not fine. So I had scale on that. Um, All my calatheas decided to have mealybug central. Oh my god. Yeah, the picture you sent me was like that that like one single mealybug was gnarly. Yeah. It was about as classic mealy as you could get. Um, I've had spider mites a lot recently on my rubber plants. Kaya okay. just knocked my uh, my bag down on herself. <laughs> Speaking of, literally right before we started the podcast, you were telling me about how CC was playing with your what do you call that? Your bag? I, I don't call know. my purse. Yeah, your purse, your purse. <laughs> um, and uh, pulled it down on herself, and it fell on her head. And my cat just did that exact thing. So you deserve it, probably. Anyways. Yeah, I also, when you were talking about your pearls, I can't help but think about when you were squishing them with your hands. <laughs> You're literally squishing your the scale yeah. with your fingers. They're like popping zits. <laughs> Not normal. It's because they don't move around that it doesn't gross me out. Like if they scuttled, uh, they couldn't, yeah, couldn't never. I would have thrown it away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like the <laughs> jumping things is not air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have what are what are those silver springtails? Springtails. Yeah, they. They. Spring. 
they're apparently good, but they they gross me out because they jump. Oof, they're like fleas, little baby tiny Ew. fleas. <laughs> You've got them in there. They could jump out at any moment. <laughs> Keep that lid on that terrarium. <laughs> yes, they are in my terrarium. Well, I don't know. What what happens when there's fungus gnats and springtails together? Um, I don't think anything. Because springtails just eat like decaying debris. Yeah, because I have um, quite a few. Uh, uh, I, I think that this is like a fungus gnat breeding ground because I'm trying to handle this fungus gnat problem in my apartment and this really nice moist. Um, um, terrarium in there is probably not, um, you know, <laughs> doing any good for me. <laughs> well, I just keep the lid on though. They can have their own little habitat. <laughs> oh, yucky. Yeah, and like, just for clarification, gnats generally they don't do anything like yeah. to your plant per se. They are just they're just annoying. there. They're just there. They're in the soil. Like I don't even really consider fungus gnats a pest. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're it's a more part of plant of just, care. Yeah. yeah. If you like haven't had gnats around, I'm assuming you're just very new to plants. Yeah, when people post on like Facebook groups and they're like, "Oh my god, why are there all these little flies everywhere? It's going to kill my plants." I'm yeah. like, "No. Welcome to plant parenthood." TBT. <laughs> oh my gosh. Pretty awful. I have. I don't want to jinx myself, but I don't know what pest problems have I had recently. I did find like a little uh, thrips for the first time on um, a newer plant, but that's handled, and I just graduated it to hanging out with my healthy plants again. So hopefully that was. Did not you have a big any mistake. issues after you found the first one? No, I put it in a box though and didn't do anything about it, uh, which obviously like doesn't help. And then I saw <laughs> some more movement and kept it in the box, and then it got treated and repotted. And um, she's been quarantining, and I have I've been inspecting, haven't seen anything, so hopefully we're fine. But yeah, like I said, there's gnats everywhere. Um, I did have mealies like at the end of last year, but. Uh, as of late, I don't think I've been, I don't think I've had any other pests this season yet. It's usually bad for me over winter. You know? Yeah. It's when they come out. When they come out to play. Icky ick. <laughs> well, should we want to talk about our very first pest? We may have touched yeah. on this before, but what was your very first pest? My very first pest was actually not even on my plants. It was on my, uh, my previous roommate's plants. Uh, all of a sudden they had like crazy spider mites it was a a croton Mm -hmm. big one like three foot tall actually like a very pretty one and then a barrel cactus and they both like at first i noticed it on the barrel cactus because it looked you know how some cactuses have those webbings Mm -hmm. it looked like that's like that's how bad it was Mm -hmm. that it looked like it had old man tons of webbing (laughs) on it yeah and so i like i looked at it and i was like wait what are these little things moving and i was like there's spider mites and so that was my first uh, experience with them, and that was also my first was mites. And it was pretty easy to get off. Like yeah. it, it only took one treatment. They never. And came you back. actually treated them, mm-hmm. and they didn't come back. Um, my first one was on a little fiddly fig, and it was on my first fiddly fig. And it's always um, a mystery to me because that I was back when I was living at my mom's, and it was out in the loft where there were zero plants. Yeah. And it got spider mites, but in my room where I had like fifty house plants already, didn't it didn't happen in there? Like okay, um, but I saw it immediately, and like it was wilted, and I was figuring like oh it's just thirsty, and I went over and I literally picked it up, 
and I was walking over to the bathroom to water it, and then I saw the like webbing and the movement, and I was like, uh, bleh, bleh, no, no, <laughs> red alert, no. Um, I don't know what I, I think I set it back down, and I was like, no, what, what, and I think I knew immediately because I had heard of spider mites before. It's like the one of the pests that cause I was watching just plant YouTube at the time. Um, it's like the one that they would mention the most. So I was yeah. like, I think with the webbing, I mean, and, and I can see them moving. It's pretty obvious. Um, and I didn't treat it. I didn't have anything to treat it with or didn't think I did. I definitely could have like thrown something together at home, uh, home remedy, but I didn't bother looking at it because I was so incredibly grossed out. Mm-hmm. Bugs are a no-no. <laughs> um, I did bring it outside and this is, um, what I did realize, like I probably could have treated it, you know, if I tried obviously, but I brought it outside and I noticed that the webbing like went away immediately. Like I, and it rained too so like the plant got wet yeah it was really windy and it kind of got rid of them but i think it was like i don't know if it was just like too far gone at that point like there didn't push out any new growth um but i have since treated some plants that way like sticking them outside when they're at when i'm somewhere that i don't have any supplies <laughs> moisture and uh, air circulation yeah mites do not like that so that helps a little bit um what do you think is your very worst infestation ever, ever? Well, my worst was definitely the scale with the uh, pearls. Um, like, even, like, you obviously saw videos, but, like, mm-hmm. how bad it was in person. Horrific. What, like, what percentage of the plant do you think? Because this thing was, like, several feet long. Yeah, so the, the the pearls itself, it was in, like, a f- probably a 12-inch ba- hanging basket. Mm-hmm. Three and a half foot long trails yeah it's humongous and the mites were in the crown and then like coming down the The scale the yeah the scale was coming down the uh trails and so i would say it probably got like this far down certain chunks and it was there were like three to four inch chunks of uh trails that would have it and it was not all the way around but it was like big big patches but they were just like on top of each other just like oh yeah they feed they're vicious oh scale is horrible i feel like i definitely scale was my worst infestation too because i've had it on many things um have you seen it on a cactus before um no because i don't well i've seen it on other people's but Mm -hmm. i don't have any cacti so i don't yeah, to deal with it, it can go unnoticed on a cactus because it looks way different than, mm-hmm. or can look way different than. And then it also kind of looks like just those spots that cactus can normally yeah, it, get. Cause, yeah, because then now I have, like, I have a succulent and I could swear that I had scale on it and I was picking it off and it was just like, it was just mechanical damage. It was basically like little bruises mm-hmm. on the succulent and I was just like ripping them off thinking it was scale. I was like, ew, no, I'm not dealing with this again. <laughs> Um, but I've had it on, I think the only philodendron or like non-cactus I found it on is my big, big Rojo Congo. And we'll be posting pictures of these plants this week, you guys, if you want to take a little look-see at our pest infestations, because I think you probably have some documentation. I definitely have pictures of, of these, uh, problems. Yeah, we can, I, I think I have videos of my, uh. Your pearlies? My deconstruction of the pearls and. And how much of it is left now? Barely any. It like, and it really deteriorated quick this last week. So, mm. I think I'm gonna. I don't even know if like what's left can be saved. Really, I was gonna say you should let me try and save it and like oh, yeah. make little starter pots Absolutely. so we can share. 
because yeah, it uh, it is not doing well. <laughs> I think there's a couple of strands that are fine, but uh-huh. yeah, that thing is too beautiful to not try and <laughs> revive. I wish that I would have tried to save my Rojo Congo more, um, but at that point I was in the middle of moving, and I was just like, you know what, I can't. I'm not dealing with this anymore because. At that point, I had taken it out of the pot and I was like, okay, like we are doing a big rub down. Like I'm talking like every square inch of this plant is getting dusted. Like I had the hose to this plant, like mm-hmm. power washing it <laughs> down too. And I took like every bit of the soil off too. Like completely, it was just the roots there. And I was chopping back. Like I was even finding scale like way down further that you couldn't see that was just like in the soil further Ooh. down on the petioles and cutting everything off just whatever and still the next week tell me why i found a mealy bug on it (laughs) are you kidding i found a mealy bug on it a week later and then some more scale and i was like you know what after all of that like i had done so much and i probably could have gone with like some more like powerful treatments but i had i had been thorough with what i was doing at the point at that point and no I just gave up. Stress plants attract pests. Yeah. I was just like, you know what? You're done. And it was even worse on my cacti. But, you know, cacti, treating them is very, very tough because they're pokey. The barrel cactus I'd use a... I'd use a toothbrush. A little broom. A little hand broom. Nice. I took... um, Because scale uh, doesn't normally wipe off you, yeah, know, you no. have to be a little bit more aggressive with it so i literally took a toothbrush to my cactus and can you imagine okay when you're scrubbing it they're just flying all over the place <laughs> this is like the worst of both worlds like we roast bugs and and pokes <laughs> we should have put a warning at the beginning of this video i mean it's pest week what do you think we're talking about we're getting icky um oh my god do you ever <laughs> this is horrible my cat is going to the bathroom right now and i don't know she was in her uh, in her litter box, and I just when she's staring straight ahead, I know that she's in the middle of it, and it's just funny to me. Because <laughs> usually, I... <laughs> in case you guys saw it, pests yeah. were gross. Now I'm talking about cat poop. Cat poop. Because <laughs> <laughs> people, I don't. People stare at their dogs while they're going to the bathroom in broad out. daylight. <laughs> like when I have to walk Becca, I'm like, it's like I'm just like, don't, I'm not here. Do <laughs> your. I don't want to see it. I don't want to smell it. And the fact that I have to pick it up. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> Like, we grew up in the country, so they just went up wherever. You're like, okay. <laughs> and now in the city, you have to, like, pick it up. Sick. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's funny when I catch my cat just staring off, and I know that she's <laughs> she's in the zone. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> Being gross. But, yeah, I was uh, scrubbing my cactus, and I definitely wasn't thorough enough with it, because, I mean, they're tiny little white dots. I'll be posting... Uh, pictures of this on the on our Instagram for your for your viewing pleasure. Yeah, and Nicole's got some good pest pics. Oh, I do have some good pests. That's the thing, and I've said this before: take pictures of your pests, share them. We need to see. <laughs> it genuinely helps other plant parents know what to look for. Yeah, because more often than not, people think that something's a pest when it's not, and then they don't notice the actual pest. Mm-hmm. That's like it's always flip flop. How is that? Because plants just have, they have little quirks, and they're like, what is this? Because you notice, I feel like you notice, like, if a weird random spot, or if it, like, like my, one of my anthuriums has, like, it's a little bit yellowing on top, and I'm like, what is that? 
But then I have pests just destroying a plant, and I'm like, la di da. You're like, okay, normal. You're like, oh, those are my friends. Yeah. Pests <laughs> are just here not paying rent. Literally. Living here rent free, sucking on our plants. Also, side note speaking of pests, it's so gross to me that, like, the human body, we just have parasites in us. So we just don't know. Stop, about. don't say that. Like, every human has parasites in them. That's sick. It just is sick to me. Stop. Don't, you're going to start talking about the face mites now, too. Yes, yeah, so we have face mites. <laughs> They're like spider mites. They just live in your pores. Yeah, now we're getting into people pests. (laughs) (laughs) We love people pests. We literally just spent a year hiding from a person pest. The panorama. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Well, let's discuss some things that we do or what other people can do. Because there's some things that we can do, but we don't do. Because, you know, plant parenthood looks different to everybody, but... Preventative measures that you can take just like in your in your practice of plant parenthood. What do I do? Very little. <laughs> what should you do? A lot. <laughs> a lot. But don't feel bad if you like if you have a plant that goes unnoticed and then just there's a pest out of nowhere, please do not be sitting there like I'm such a bad plant parent. No, you are not. It happens to literally it everyone. happens to every single person in it by the way, and I'm calling people out now. I'm speaking directly to the people that have this attitude of, like, I've never had a pest. I don't get pests. There's even, like, people that have, like, a pet, like a plant counter. Like, I've only um, killed two plants. Like, it's just, like, here's how many plants I had. I've only killed two plants. Like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Because either you're a brand new plant parent and you're, like, making it seem like you're not a brand new plant parent and you want people to think that, you know, you have all these pests, this pest-free like plant life no um and those attitudes also like ruin everyone else's time and make people feel worse about their pests which are completely normal and you shouldn't make people feel bad about having pests because they're they're, (laughs) there's my rant they're just they're they're commonplace like they're gonna happen there's no especially when i mean they're stressful but there's like don't make your don't be stressed for no reason honestly with the amount of plants we have it's like a miracle there's not more (laughs) same I don't, I, don't know. I don't know how it happens. But anyways, um, one of the best things you can do while you're, um, you know, just bonding with your plants is giving them a little inspection, you know, mm-hmm. paying attention to like what your plant looks like, like was that so you can easily tell was that there before yeah. or not. Um, make sure you look under the leaves, you guys. So many pest problems start under the leaves. Mm-hmm. Little like eggs gathering in the middle, you know. That's where the webbing starts mm-hmm. for spider mites. Yeah, like they're we- you, you will like often notice their webbing like on the underside before it starts engulfing the entire plant. Uh-huh. So be flipping your leaves over, even if you don't have much time to inspect your whole plant. Just like walk around, flip over a couple leaves. Like it's it's not going to do you any harm. Unless, you know, then you find a pest and it ruins your whole day. (laughs) (laughs) Which, don't you love that? Wait, don't you love just finding an unexpected pest? I I usually don't find one when I'm looking for one. It's usually out of nowhere. OMG, there's mealybugs. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, wow, now I have to do this today. Well, and yep, that's what I said too. Like, when I see it, I'm like, my mind, what, I could be going to a wedding and I could see a pest and I'm like, this wedding's going to have to wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it, yeah, it is stressful. It stops you in your tracks immediately. And, uh, it, it, like, right away, too, I uh, um, put my hair up, you know, put, <laughs> put the sleeves up, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, I, I need to shower immediately after. That's the only time. Like, I don't, 
often unless like it's been a sweaty day there's not a whole lot of times where i'm like oh my god i need a shower but after a pest (laughs) yes i need six showers after a pest and also by the way change your clothes change your clothes after you find pests Mm -hmm. that transfer from one plant to another like if you can't okay it's not a big deal but it's good practice when you're treating a plant with a pest on it or if you had a plant in a macrame that had a pest on it wash that macrame oh good idea right That would have never occurred to me. Yeah, if you have a certain... I mean, obviously, because we wash our pots in between if we have, you know, especially if we have a pest. Some of us do. (laughs) I usually, like, if... if Because I reuse my pots a lot, and if I know that there wasn't a pest before, I literally just, like, rinse it out, because usually there's some soil in there or whatever. But, um, yeah, wash your macrames and stuff and whatever. Wipe down the surface of where it was. Like, just think about what's around that Mm -hmm. it's not just on the plant you know like they can be hanging out elsewhere and you can transfer them like from plant to plant on your clothing also random side note too change your clothes after you get home from plant shopping (laughs) (laughs) because you can bring pests home on um on your clothes from the greenhouse like and that could definitely be like why things just pop out of nowhere why there's just like why is this pest here it Mm -hmm. wasn't here before Maybe you brought it home with you. Um, <laughs> another thing, too, if you are a person who likes fresh flowers, keep them separate from your oh uh, your houseplants because they could have the same exact pests, but you just don't notice because they die in a few days. So. Yeah, it's not a big deal on fresh-cut flowers. They're gone immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good one. Um, quarant- I- I'm personally not good at quarantining when I get new plants. No. I don't have the room for it. I don't have the light for it. I try to now. Like, I love when I see, like, people's videos, and they're like, that's my quarantine area, and I'm like, well, okay, Mary, I don't have a foyer to put Yeah, I don't in. have a foyer. <laughs> rich, rich plant people stuff is having a quarantine area. So what you can do if you are, like, someone that has a small space, I, I don't know if we touched on this in one of the first episodes, but you, if you have, like, a clear bin that can, like, seal shut, um, you can, like, quarantine plants in there and then have them, like, closer to your other plants so they can get some light but Mm -hmm. not be like spreading and stuff um and people also use those for like treating in general yeah i don't have one um i have one but i I keep my soil in it literally my soil is the only bin i have but um quarantining is always a good idea i actually quarantine plants before they before i trade them that's a good practice. For people, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Before, like, all of my plants that I that have decided... Well, also because they're taking up room. If I know that they're going to be leaving me, I'm going to take them off the shelf, obviously. Because I'm like, okay, you're gone. But I do um, bring them aside, and especially because I've been having nat- gnats around here. I've been, like, treating the soil and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I have a little, little spot that I put plants that are about to go to new homes. Um, yeah. So that's fun for me but um besides inspecting and quarantining i think dusting is a good practice to do for multiple reasons helps with photosynthesis and with pests Oh yes plants happy plants see see the sky and happy plants can't see the sky if they're covered in a layer of dust Mm -hmm. and sad plants that can't see the sun are gonna get a pest and a yeah a breeding ground for those fuckers (laughs) f-bomb sorry (laughs) Rated R, this one. <laughs> Apple hasn't flagged us yet, so. Okay, shout out Apple. Always giving us problems. We haven't had that one yet, though. <laughs> but um, I do uh, dusting 
when I water a lot of things. I know a lot of people, um, especially with, okay, allocations, if you're someone that has to keep on top of a, a plant that is known for getting pests. Um, by the way, you know, if you are like unfamiliar with some of your plants, go figure out if those are pest magnets or not, figure out what kind of pests they attract mm -hmm. so that you can better like be on the lookout for it and prevent it. Um, but dusting your allocations, like when you water them, I think is a really good practice. Yeah. Cause then you don't have to worry about doing it in between. You just like get it done two in one. Yeah. It makes it super easy. I, I like to dust, I would say, well, I'm really lazy and I tend to not do this as much as I should. What I would like to do is like dust like twice a month and then like every other time I'll use like mm -hmm. a neem oil spray when I yes. dust them for preventative mm -hmm. pest control. But yes, even like, yeah, even wiping off the dust with no treatment is helpful. Um, but yeah, using something like neem oil um, as a preven preventative um, is really great. And I've been doing that a lot, like, especially with like people like you and other plant shops that have like premixed sprays. It's so nice because mm -hmm. I wasn't using neem oil nearly as much before because it was always such a chore it's to take such, it out and mix oh it. Yeah. But now that I have them in sprays, like I haven't had mites in so long and I feel like it's because I just am so comfortable regularly like spraying yeah. them down. It's so easy. And like, a lot of times like if you have the right spray, you don't even need to dust. Like you don't even have to wipe it off. You can just kind of spray it, give mm -hmm. it a mist. I often like I'll take it to the sink and spray it down and usually it's like dripping um, and then sometimes I'll go and, and like spray water over that so mm -hmm. it's kind of like a little car wash <laughs> I'm really out here just like plant wash plant wash <laughs> yes oh I love it um, but is there anything else that you do like preventative treatment wise like for example I like to sprinkle some cinnamon in my plants to prevent some fungi gnats I have done that I always forget to like I have the cinnamon in there but then I notice I can really smell the cinnamon if I overdo it and then that bothers me <laughs> not that it smells bad but I'm just like I don't necessarily want to smell cinnamon all the time I don't know if I ever smell it maybe I don't use that much actually my bottle is literally out because I use cinnamon so much <laughs> um, and probably that's why my gnats are so bad right now because I haven't used cinnamon in so long it's been a very long time since well I've another preventative diatomaceous earth I just yes, brought you some there you go diatomaceous earth so when you have it just on its own because you have it um, mixed into your soil yes. for Monsterra Plant Co so when you use it on its own how do you use it so um, it has I got a duster bottle okay. so like it doesn't come in that which is yeah well I guess <laughs> 90% of the time you're not using diatomaceous earth for plants you're using it for like food or like animal food and I don't know just like people aren't putting on their plants so it mm -hmm. comes in a bag and you have to put it in that little spray bottle and then it's like a puffer you're like whoo, whoo, and you use that bottle to kind of just spray it on top of the soil um, and I like to do it after I've watered so then because when you get diatomaceous earth wet it's not active while it's wet mm -hmm. it will reactivate cause it's a hexagon shape and so it will reactivate once it's dry shredded. yes and then it'll shred the bugs as it goes through um, and another way you can do it is you can mix it with water spray your plants and then let it die because then it'll s stick to the plant once the water evaporates and then any creepy crawlies will get sliced oh my gosh scary mm -hmm. very violent yeah but yeah I'm but you don't want to breathe it in because oh. you could get silica poisoning uh, and 
ruin your young, oh ruin God. your ruin your lungs for life. <laughs> Speaking of lungs, I don't know if you saw this TikTok. Um, you know the like, I don't know who posted this. I don't know if it was partly Sunny Projects or someone else, but you know the um, cacti that have the um, pricklies that come off. Oh really yes, easily? yes, it was partly Sunny Projects. Oh my God. Would she say that someone, like, had them they in turned, their greenhouse, like, they and, turned uh-huh. on their fans, I can't and even, then people breathed in the prickles and got... I can't even imagine. What did, what did she say that they got in their lungs? Like They just got stuck in their lungs. Like, but, yeah, she... Um, all those prickles, like, I don't know what term she used. Yeah, like, they were just stuck on the inside of their lungs. Yeah. Like, how would that be treated? Literally, yeah. I'm like, what do you do? Like, what is the hospital going to do? Oh like, I've God. had them stuck in my hands. Yeah, and that's and a nightmare. it's a nightmare. Like, new fear unlocked. Okay, what? Okay, I'm wearing a mask all the time. <laughs> I When I poured that in that bottle, some of it fell in the yard. And yesterday I was blow... <laughs> I was going to say snow blowing. Yard blower? What are the... Leaf, leaf blowing. Blower. <laughs> I was leaf blowing. And it, like, went... And it wasn't that much. It was only, like, a little bit. And it just went up in a huge cloud. And I was like... <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. Dangerous. Very, very yeah, dangerous. Scary. Very scary. Well, I think that about wraps it up for our... Uh, part one. Part one for Wow, pets. we were like, we might not... We already talked about pets. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> yes. And on Thursday, we will be back talking about um, some nice resources, talking more about, like, pests specifically and treatments of those pests. Yes. So, yeah, and then we'll talk about, I don't know, easiest pest, worst pest to get, just other other pest things. <laughs> Yum. Well, where can people find you, Bryn, if they want to hear more about this this fun topic? Well, you can <laughs> find me on uh, Instagram and TikTok as BR underscore Anaconda. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I still need to make, post another video, but... Uh, <laughs> Brandon Botanical on there. Um, you can find my shop at monsteraplant.co, um, and that's the Instagram as well. Um, I think that's it, right? You know, we always like, know. We, we keep adding on to things, and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> Where could they find you? <laughs> you can find me on TikTok at Nicole Larson with an extra N at the end, and then my Instagram is naycole n-a-y-y-c-o-l-e and then in my link tree now you guys can actually book me for... I did see that the other day because yes. I put your Patreon in the official podcast description and then I was mm-hmm. like I don't know what this is yet but I was like I'll, I'm sure I'll yeah you guys can <laughs> um, book like plant care consult- consultations it's just been really hard for me to get to um, DMs like I have over a hundred people waiting in my DM request right now on Instagram and it stresses me out. <laughs> um, and I, but I have my Patreon where people talk to me monthly um, and like do a monthly video chat. But if you only want to talk to me one time, just want to see my face once, or you just have a few questions, um, I do have like a fifteen minute or thirty minute consult option in my link tree. So you can go check that out in oh, my yeah. Instagram or. Um, TikTok bio, whichever, and then um, yeah, you guys can follow us on Where, Where We're we Growing going? on Instagram, and then you can email us. Speaking of, I pulled up our newest question. Oh, we have a question! So this one is from Amanda Oaks, I believe is how you pronounce it. Okay. Or maybe Ohax, but I'm guessing it's Oaks. Okay. <laughs> she says, 
Hi, love you both on TikTok, and was stoked to see my two favorite Minnesota plant people doing cool uh, shit together. Oh, <laughs> I'm originally from Minnesota, now living in California. Ooh, what a dream! <laughs> and, you um, miss us though. <laughs> lucky enough to have friends with amazing yards with gigantic aeroids. The problem Ooh. is, after I plunder their landscaping, I have trouble identifying my treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you two ever have trouble identifying your plants? And if so, what resources can you recommend? I have the picture of this app, and it's wrong 90% of the time. Thank you for all your content. Here's an example of one I got from my friend's yard. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> you bitch! I thought it was going to be some thematophyllum or something boring. Here she is. Okay, so I'm guessing, like, I'm looking at the petioles. I'm guessing that that's your average pedatum or bipenifolium. It looks more like a bipenifolium yeah. to me. But holy crap. It's a very nice philodendron that you've got. Also, I love your tattoo. Very cute. Aww. That is a very fun find. Good for you. Very jealous. I meant you were a bitch in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I don't generally have issues identifying plants, but when I do have issues, mm -hmm. Like, finding the right resources can be really hard. It's tough. What I'm usually I, posted on Instagram. What I do, that's, yes, that's a good choice. But we have a lot of people yeah. that follow and give us Yeah, if you um, only have, like, answers. 100 followers. Yeah, if you don't have a lot of plant people following you, you might not get a lot of answers. But Facebook groups can be really helpful yes. for ID or sometimes questions. sometimes they won't answer you at all. <laughs> there are, like, specific groups, though, like um, philodendron enthusiasts mm -hmm. um, or, like, monsteria groups where you can go and ask, There's like, probably plant question. identification groups. Yeah, or... Yeah, just simply plant identifications. Like, there's so many groups out there. I'll, whatever plant I think it is, I'll do like, I don't know, I'll do that plant and then I'll type in Reddit in the search because mm -hmm. people on Reddit, there's like a big plant community Ooh, there. And so a lot of times yes. you can find it. Oh, way. and then the Plant Talk Discord oh, yeah. also. Die, um, <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are like on Plant Talk or like love watching Plant Talk, you don't even have to have an account to join the no. Plant Talk Discord. Or um, the where Facebook can they, group. Yeah, or Facebook group. You can do that as well. Um, um, there. If you follow me on social media, they're in my beacons, which is like a link tree. And then if you're on monsteraplant.co's website, it's in the community tab. Yeah, you guys can join those. And then there are um, either in the Facebook group, you can ask a question um, or in the Discord, you can go into. I think there's literally a plant ID channel mm -hmm. and um, just post it. And yeah. there's hundreds of people in there that will try their best to identify it for you. Yeah, they're, they're both great. like really big really active too mm -hmm. yeah it's great we love plant people plant people are the best yeah thanks amanda for your up. question thank you amanda <laughs> good find good for you we're jelly we don't have plant. i mean you you know what we've got up here pine yeah. trees and i got shrubbery. some crabgrass <laughs> <laughs> there's just like hostas and uh and uh, oak trees everywhere that's yeah. it that's about it well, we will see you guys on Thursday. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Have a good couple Have a good of days. Week. and We love you. We'll see you with part two. <laughs> Bye. Bye.